Howdy. What's up? Oh, what what are you Keep, trying over there? <laughs> keeping things, keeping things very relaxed and chill. Oh. I'm chill. I'm fun. That's good. I'm I'm cool as a cucumber. I'm warm. I'm freezing actually. <laughs> no, I'm actually freezing. I am room. dying right now. Well, welcome to Desk Pop. Welcome to Desk Pop. I'm gonna welcome to Desk Pop. Today on Desk Pop, we're talking about Marvel's San Diego Comic Con announcements. And giving a brief synopsis of Spider-Man Far From Home. My name is Andy. And I'm Brian. And of course, this is, and you're you, and this is Desk Pop. And of course, this is your you. <laughs> you're you, and, and this is Pop. Desk Pop. But what I want to know is, where's the caveman? Where's the caveman? Yeah, so then that's that's when I told them, you know, either you keep you keep the child or you give me the parent. The parent. I get the child or the pa- Oh, oh hey. Oh hey. hey. <laughs> didn't didn't see you there. It's it's great to it's great to talk at you again. Hey, yeah, it is. For the 10th time. Unless you just listen to these episodes over and over again. Yeah. Which is totally possible. You know, I'd love to meet someone who knows a full episode and could just say, recite all the lines to one full episode. I think I had a nightmare like that. They basically have a one hour conversation just scripted and memorized. And I probably would not remember anything that I said. So I mean, that's what we do. We usually, <laughs> we write a script at the beginning. It's like Saturday Night Live. We'll have yeah. a script. And then we'll rehearse it, and then like that's what we're doing right now. None of this is natural. We are no. These are all remembered lines. Yeah, that's why I'm so good at it. Sometimes Brian will forget a line, and uh-huh. then we'll have to start improving our way around it, and Man. really kind of throw throws things Stupid off. Stupid Brian. So Andy, how are you doing today? You know, I'm doing okay. I finally got my suit picked out for my sister's wedding, which has been a huge point of stress in my life got that figured out i went to i purchased the rocket lego set featuring mercy it's the uh, overwatch lego set and i now have the full overwatch collection however i've learned that the 90 dollar mercy set she has a misprinted gray face and you can't fix it so that's that's annoying but anyways, yeah, so that's my life. So I, I'd say everything's at about uh, eight out eight out of ten right now, eighty percent. Certified nice. fresh rating. Rotten that's tomatoes. good. That's positive. But I also want to follow all that up with a question, which is how are you, Brian? You know, thank you for asking. No problem. <laughs> I'm doing well. I recently saw Spider Man. I have a lot to say about that later on. I finished up my mini D D campaign which was fun a little three three session thing i am ready for trivia tonight and that's about it for me yeah, yeah. we're recording on a on a monday a monday is, instead of a sunday which is new this mm-hmm. is a new um it's a new experience yep nice change of pace i'm energized i'm excited <laughs> synergized <Different>. yeah <laughs> 
I'm excited. I'm that, you know, I'm the embodiment of the skydiver teamwork Hell motivational yeah. poster right now. I'm, I'm just ready to work together to, to really make everyone's day fantastic. I'm the uh, sloth hanging on a tree that says, uh, hang in there. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's just a completely unrelated note to what I was saying. Like, you were going to say that regardless of if I've made yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. We're just two posters on the wall next to each other. I think that'd be kind of cool. You know, to be a motivational. People would look at, some people would be upset that you're there because it's very generic. And then <laughs> other people would look at Oh, you. and yours is so original. Yeah. Oh, people would be so impressed because that's such an original concept. My, you know? my dad has been in like three separate, he's worked in three separate office spaces and he's purchased three separate posters that is the teamwork skydivers poster <laughs> and we give them so much shit every time we see it and it's really funny but you mm. know that if that's what drives them you know good for him i mean i guess it makes sense because he owns what like three skydiving businesses um soon to be eight you know he's buying oh, them all up franchising yeah yeah well, the key is to do the Coca-Cola thing where you buy a bunch of smaller businesses, but you keep that brand name so it looks like you're all competing, but in mm-hmm. reality, it's like Coke owns them all. Yeah, it blew my mind when I found that that Coke owned Pepsi. Did you know that? You're kidding. I'm not. You're not kidding? I am kidding. Okay. I was, I, I was like, those are the two people. Like, either Coke owns everything yeah. or Pepsi. It's like the... <laughs> where's the shane dawson video on that but really like i mean yeah i don't they all make so much coca-cola instead of disney yeah i guess disney disney really truly owns everything yeah what is the what is the competitor to disney there's not there's not one sole entity that competes with everything that disney does yeah i i was about to say warner brothers but then you said that and then i'll say no yeah because it's, it's kind of weird it's almost like both their competitors work together right universal has a theme park and warner brothers puts all their stuff in that theme park yeah yeah that's weird interesting speaking of shane dawson did you see that he came out with a new video this yes. past weekend yes i did yeah I, I watched it how was it i'm the la- i hate shane dawson um i have nothing against him personally i just don't like <laughs> You know, just I have let, everything against. I him. just want to cover my bases in the off chance that you know <laughs> he listens this, to this, this. this. Yeah, you know, Shane Dawson. <laughs> hey, Shane, <laughs> you know, how are you doing? Shane Dawson could hear. You know, he's one of our nine listeners. Yeah, it's Shane Dawson. Yeah, you know, um, his video edit, like the videos are always edited so in such a way. It's like it's catered to annoy me. <laughs> like they set the yeah. scene. They talk about who Shane's going to talk about um the correspondent like the therapist that he always talked to i hate her i have no problem saying i hate her i don't like her at all Jeez, yeah i think all of her advice and everything is just not helpful and it could just be inferenced without consulting her mm-hmm. but the thing that really annoyed me the most was so they're talking about her then he does all this all this b-roll of him getting ready to go see her and then he's in the car to go see her and then next thing you know it's like four minutes have passed and he's still in the fucking car on the way there and it's just like why am i watching this he's supposed to be talking to the like i'm learning nothing 
and I was screaming at the TV. Yeah, it was, it was screaming. Yeah, uh, Dana wanted to watch it with me for some reason. <laughs> I, I'm not good at containing my crit- criticisms and mm. quotations on, on his videos, but yeah. Well, it's it was... interesting because I do like him. Like, I think he's very funny, and I like the people that he's surrounded with, um, and I like most of their videos. But overall, you and I have had a talk about this. I am like super against conspiracy theories and Same. conspiracy theory culture and spreading spreading that around because it's um it just i feel like it does so much harm because it it's a gateway to alex jones i mean it gateway drug you know it's not a direct thing but yeah it over time you you kind of oh it's just a fun thing and then it kind of turns into like well what if or like what you know that other things could be when it's in reality it's just someone um typically being ignorant of like the truth and feeling like they have to know something they have to have some special knowledge because i hate how sometimes sometimes there is more to than what you see but other times there's not and i hate people who are like well you don't know well, just because well, there's there a just mystery that you don't know about. Right. Just because there's information you don't know doesn't mean it's something wild. I mean, Occam's razor is the simplest explanation is typically the correct one. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting to note, though, that this video is not a conspiracy theory video. Yeah. Mo- most of his later ones or his recent ones have been more like exposés. They're I'd kind say. of about like, yeah, they're kind of like a biography pieces or autobiography. Yeah, I guess exposé was the wrong word. No, I, I get what you're saying. I yeah. think that's still still it's framed in that way of like we're getting to the truth of the matter and we're we're gonna find the hard truth on this person and it's not really that you know it's more of kind of uh uh this one especially it was on eugenia cooney who was uh a girl on youtube who had a very severe uh i believe eating disorder and she would post videos that weren't about that at all she was very positive yeah she was just very positive very you know nice but people there was a lot of very strong reactions to her just existing because they felt as if uh or most of the the youtube community felt as if her existence her posting videos was like quote glamorizing an eating condition yeah even though she never talked about it really she never talked about it i mean she did I, I think there is an argument somewhat there for like, yeah, she did need to get help, but just her existence, it's, she's not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's not fair to demonize her in that way. But it goes into all that. It talks about that history. And then um, it also says that uh, I, I kind of like watched it in the background, so I didn't like oh, pay okay. super close attention. But she did go to like a rehab facility and like. She mm-hmm. did start to eat uh, a lot more, and so now she's a little bit healthier of a weight. And this video was her emergence back onto the internet scene via Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. So that's the one thing I do appreciate about Shane Dawson is he will, because I mean, I think a lot of the YouTubers that he covers already have audiences, but they're very, it's it's their audience. It's mm-hmm. not mainstream. Um, it the, they found their audience and they kind of gravitate in that one little area and it gets these smaller groups or i don't want to say it's a lot of people but everyone knows about it now right and i think that's kind of cool 
that it's normalizing internet culture is breaking through to more people because i think shane dawson's one of the people that people who aren't on youtube a whole lot they probably watch shane dawson right he's like one of the he is like he's like one name of brand the, youtube from right the, him and like jenna marbles and like a couple other people who were there when youtube like was first created mm-hmm. um they are just like the uh what would you call that if you walked into a grocery store they're the produce section they're right there yeah, right in the front yeah. they're you know yeah. everyone probably hits that aisle every trip they go you know <laughs> no one's skipping the yeah yeah so besides that <laughs> can compare them all to like <laughs> compare them all the produce uh so yeah. i think that's unless there's anything else you want to say about that about that yeah. um I mean, I feel like I didn't really talk about the content of the video, but there's nothing that I can really think of. Yeah, I it's just, about 45 minutes. The thing that stuck out the most was just he was in the car for so long. Yeah. And also, I don't like Shane Dawson. Those are my two. Hmm. I'll leave those two points there. <laughs> there, there you go. That's fair. I mean, you don't have to like everyone. and I'll, I'll still watch his videos just because almost everybody I know likes his videos. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can, I, I might be pleasantly surprised in the future. Who knows? I kind of something. It, it, there's this like charm factor there that I like a lot. Uh, is that he kind of was the original like kind of self-deprecating. Yeah. Uh, like the uh, there's this big, this big trend in self-deprecating humor, especially for like our generation. But I think he was kind of on the forefront of that as well like making fun of yourself um putting yourself down and in a way that's like i was hurting myself joke. before it was cool yeah <laughs> for comedy for entertainment purposes but yeah so nice i don't know i think yeah it's totally and my only frame of reference for him is uh i've seen his jake paul, i've seen all of his jake paul videos um i Which watched I didn't i didn't care for those i watched another thing that he did i i forgot what it was did you see the Chuck E. cheese one yeah yeah, yeah. that one was like that, so well, funny no, to no, no. me i i saw i saw um jake paul i saw yeah. the Chuck E. cheese one and that that's not i wouldn't even call it a conspiracy that's just true i um, mean it, it there were people who did confirm that like at certain restaurants they worked at that was a practice that happened that's just so i mean true. i yeah yeah I, I mean, obviously, I it's not corporate it policy. Yeah. Like, and I think that's where the disconnect was, where people were arguing. But, yeah. Um, I saw something else that he did, and then I saw this. So my my exposure to him is fairly recent. So if he's done something that's like really nice, and the before any of that, then I haven't seen it. So my view for him is pretty skewed in that way. So mm. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. But um, what what else? Semi you know topic change here but we've entered i think we've kind of been here for a while but i want to go ahead and officially say that we are in the era of of gender swapped protagonists like oh. this is it um they saying this because that, of um, marvel's announcements no oh but that's also included we're having our first female 007 oh i didn't know yeah it won't be obviously james bond but 
a new female agent will be taking the mantle of 007 in the next James Bond. So that's cool. I don't remember. I don't remember who who it is. It, I recognize their face, but not the name. I don't think I've seen them in a lot of movies. Hmm. So I'm kind of useless, other than that <laughs> headline. <laughs> Didn't do my as much research as well, I should. Oh, it's still have, cool but... to know because I think that there was a for a long period of time that was always like that's never gonna happen. Yeah. Which I mean, obviously, times change and things things do change, but I mean, I don't know what. I don't think I've ever been against that. Mm-hmm. I think people have always kind of said, oh, James Bond should be a man and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if I ever, like, I don't think it was ever a thing that they were just going to gender swap that character. Right, right. But having another agent, you know, be 007, even if, like, honestly, I don't think that they're going to make that a permanent change i think it's going to happen for like an hour in the movie and it'll change back (laughs) Jeez, but we'll see yeah you know i'm fine either way but if it's just gonna take the 007 name then who cares Mm. because daniel craig is still in it you know so it's not like they're replacing anybody um interesting it's like a new character so do you think it'll be just like yeah that doesn't make sense to me then so is it just gonna be him like gender swapped for a mission or something like i like what, no, I what think, do you mean because how how is he I, in this universe and then also there's a female 007 i think what's going to happen is i'm pretty sure as with every james bond movie it's going to start off with him being like i'm retired i'm done why did i make him australian he's like i'm retired there we go um and got him he'd been and then a new agent takes up the 007 name okay and his 007 and then something that happens makes sense where to me. he has to come back in and do something and then at the end he's probably gonna leave and do his own thing and then she's gonna be the new 007 they're yeah. probably gonna like set this up as like him passing the torch to a new person maybe maybe um but also they're gender swapping thor right yeah, I don't. I don't know why I'm saying gender swapping because they're bo- both these instances. It's not like they're changing genders. It's like yeah, the title of like well, the I, big person is going to a female now. I get what you mean by that. Um, which is great. I'm fine with like yeah. I'm fine with either way, but I hate when people retcon things. I like when yeah. I'm a Ghostbusters, a female Ghostbusters purist. Ghostbuster. <laughs> Um, so I only like properties that take all men and change them into women. That's the only kind of property I'll support. That has to be a Twitter channel somewhere. It's, it's like mine. their sole purpose to like. <laughs> um, but Natalie Portman's gonna be the mm-hmm. gonna be uh, take on Thor. And Love and Thunder. That logo looked awesome. A lot of them looked very interesting. I saw in a graphic design reddit that people were very upset with the loki logo. yeah i saw that too i was like "Ooh!" and it looks bad um hawkeye looked a little yeah there's some something to be desired there too it just it's not on the same playing field and i think um all these projects are at different points in their uh their life cycle and so the logos that we're seeing on the announcements that marvel uh made at comic-con is not uh I think someone was like, hey, the same thing happened with Thor Ragnarok. It was a different logo. It looked yeah. like 
Microsoft Word, like Word Art, and then they came out with the actual logo for the movie, and it looked much better. So yeah, that's probably what's going on. Um, but also, I heard that the Hawkeye logo was actually lifted directly from the latest Hawkeye comic run. Not that that's an excuse, because I, I think that the logo is bad regardless. Um, but I did like what they did with the A, and they made it a little target. Yeah. That was, that was nice. I think overall it looked really, it had a cool aesthetic, but it just wasn't, it's not on par. You can't have like a 2D logo, like a flat 2D, two color logo competing with all these other logos that are like yeah, art. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, But Natalie Portman's going to be Thor. Yeah. There was another thing that happened too. I think there was another, Um, I forgot though. I forgot i forgot man uh there's a the new charlie's angels reboot did you see the commercial for that or the yeah trailer? and i wasn't looking forward to it because i was like how do you get a concept like that and modernize it mm-hmm. but they managed to do it it looked it, elizabeth banks i'm kind of excited is bosley yeah year of the gender swap i'm excited i saw that trailer yeah. and i was like yeah yeah I, yeah yeah I, I, I'm down. I was not excited for it until I saw I was sitting in theaters and saw like the full theatrical trailer with uh then I was like, ah, I actually don't mind Kristen Stewart. I don't know. That's what I, I was like I've never seen her like, in a role a that's not cold and brooding before. <laughs> yeah. So It'll be kinda, kinda cool to see her like put on different costumes and be like the face of the group and like Yeah, uh, you know. It'll be funny watching them pull off heist missions and stuff where they are having to disguise themselves or change their voices or do something to break yeah. in somewhere those are the scenes that you know because they do all sorts of weird hijinks with that it's fun how fun how fun how isn't, progressive isn't that women? fun <laughs> women on movies they're on movies they're on movies women just standing on a pile of movies wow wow what a time to be alive i never thought it would happen but here we are and what what else we got oh um so elizabeth olsen um scarlet witch uh-huh. is she's getting her own show with vision uh scarlet vision wandavision i was like scarlet vision and that's <laughs> gonna be called? a prequel series that you watch before the second doctor strange that they announced called doctor strange and the multiverse of madness yeah i'm very excited he'll be that. teaming up with scarlet witch and it's gonna be the mcu's first pg-13 movie and they're saying that it's Hell going to be yeah. like what have they been so far pg i think really yeah i don't think they've been i don't think any of them have been pg-13 i'll have to go back though don't i'm not have, confident don't they like decapitate thanos and yeah but he doesn't have traditional colored blood <laughs> fuck that's the rule that's Jeez. why that's why all the avengers threats have been robots and aliens because uh, if you fight actual people then you're showing a real human getting wow. decap- decapitated or real blood and then they yeah but uh what was i saying oh um it'll be the mcu's first horror film which oh, further pushes my thing that I was saying a while back of they filmed a horror movie in the X-Men universe called New Mutants and it was slated to come out a while back and Disney keeps postponing it and I think they're just going to cut it. I don't think it's going to... It, if it releases, it's going to be a very hushed, you know, mm. thing. I don't... Interesting. I think this is going to be their 
they also announced Fantastic Four and X-Men in the future, but they didn't give us any details. So that they announced so much Marvel announced so much stuff. I saw that and I was like, oh great. Like I didn't have that long of a period of time to uh yeah. not talk about Marvel stuff. There's Marvel stuff for the next four I, years. So I haven't done any like I kinda saw these announcements on Instagram yesterday and I haven't done any like due diligence like hard reporting on them to find out stuff but uh part of me was also thinking like all these things say like 2021 and stuff like that what is coming out this next year is there anything i think the next or here i have i think i have a timeline because spider-man far from home just came out yeah i think i think we're not gonna have any other marvel movies until next year i think okay so 2019 is done that makes sense so we're gonna have the first one that's gonna come out next year is gonna start off with black widow Mm. then eternals and shang chi okay so those three for next year i think so and then we're gonna have dr strange thor uh dr strange and thor for the year after they announced blade but they said that that's not part of phase four and i don't know what that means um, and Who knows? they also, and that doesn't include Guardians of the Galaxy three, Black Panther two, yeah. um, Spider Man three. What else? I think I think those are those are the big three right now. Yeah, the next Iron Man movie. Yeah. When's they'll, that one coming? They'll, out? they'll do it. They're gonna do Iron Heart. It's only a matter of time. So, both of the Spider Man movies that have come out both have the word home in them. Yeah. I think there's a code there. I think. The next Spider-Man movie will also have to have home in it. Home base. I was thinking home run. Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson works, yeah. Spider-Man, Homer Simpson. They team up. Disney owns both. Technically, it could happen. No, it's... So there's Homecoming, then there's Far From Home, and then now... Home Stretch. Homely. After Spider-Man 3 tom holland's current contract with marvel ends so it will be his last movie unless they extend it which they did that oh i bet they robert downey jr like four times so i i bet they will because he you can't plan that far ahead i think so they you know it's they, they kind of plan as far ahead in the future as they can to see how popular things are yeah and now i have a feeling that he's being kind of like uh groomed to be the new face of the marvel like cinematic universe at the at the current moment Um, i can see that just just based on his popularity the the fan base he kind of brings i think is a little different than the regular uh marvel fan base who already probably likes him yeah um it's like a little bit younger of a demographic and then i just i i think there's room for him to grow into it as well rather than already being a little bit older and then being done with this project i mean i think spider-man's on the top of everybody's minds right now for right i mean you had you had spider-verse you had right that uh spider-man game you had these t- tom holland spider-man movies that are knocking it out of the park venom you had venom <laughs> <laughs> you won't know what hit him <laughs> Venom, 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 venom. You're gonna get him. Uh, so I think definitely hold, keeping Spider-Man close, and I think if they let him go, Sony's not gonna let go again. 
So, mm-hmm. Sony's gonna Sony's realized the potential of Spider-Man, so Disney definitely has to keep this deal going right. with them. Right. Yeah, I still. Which is annoying. I am so, so curious. I'm so mad because it's like a love hate thing because if Disney had owned Spider-Man all this time, we would not have gotten Spider-Verse. Yeah. That one of, cause it, it had to have taken a large room full of people. Like how do we milk this one Marvel property? That's not, and we can't link it to anything else. Mm-hmm. Spider-Verse. Yeah. Brilliant idea. Amazing style and everything. And that definitely wouldn't have happened if Disney had Spider-Man. Yeah. And I hope that that's if, true. When Disney eventually gets Spider-Man, cause it will happen. I don't know how, but it'll happen. I hope they keep Spider-Verse going, mm. and I hope they don't reboot it or change I the style or anything. Well, so that's the thing for me, is I don't need any more to that. Like, I would like to see it explored, sure, but it's not... I feel like for what we got in that movie, it's it's one of those things where the further you go, the worse you could ruin it. I, I just feel like the peak went so high, like, in terms of, like, peaks and valleys, the peak was so high for watching it there's not a lot in my mind a lot more room to go up i understand that i think that it it's a it's a pretty tough gamble because best best case scenario we get something on par if not better and yeah life is perfect or you know most likely it'll blow up in our faces and it'll be horrible but you know i'm willing to I'm they willing do to put, an offshoot movie a spinoff. I don't know why I called it an offshoot. <laughs> I'm from the 1940s. They're doing an offshoot. They're doing an offshoot. Uh, they do a spinoff. They are. With Peter Porker. They did. And that's it. They did. That's it. Yeah, but they did. No, they didn't. Yeah. No, they didn't. They did. It's like a like a 15-minute short. No, I mean like a whole movie. Oh. They and should. that's how they continue the entire series. There you go. Through his eyes. It's first person. It's, <laughs> it's first person. The perspective of Peter Porker. And he interacts with no other spider people. You know, I'd be fine with it if they kept John Mulaney as, <laughs> as Spider-Ham. They just bring him in any improv stuff. There's no yeah. script. Hey, I'm a pig. Look at me. <laughs> but you can't because you're looking through his eyes yeah so just to be very clear you will not see this character and you will not see any other spider people uh but you will see the world that he lives in if he sits down in a chair and kind of like looks down you can see his legs but yeah i think they're making a sequel to spider-verse and they're making a spinoff featuring an all an all-female team hell yeah yeah that's what i want i that's what my Ghostbusters, female Ghostbusters fan account wants. I'm looking forward to both, but I'm also very interested in hearing about what special scenario could they come up with that would only warrant the female variations of Spider-Man? Because if it's a world crisis, they go to why the wouldn't they female dimension? Why wouldn't they want as many spider people as possible? <laughs> like what scenario yeah. brought them all together to why wouldn't they get Miles and Peter if maybe they helped they out do. the first time. And maybe they're gross. Maybe they got kidnapped. And gender swapped. Why isn't why don't they have more fun with the properties they own? Because they yeah. own Ghostbusters too. Why can't they have well, Ghostbusters a, Spider-Man team up? It's a risk it's a risk thing. You know, like the more risky you are, it could be successful, but it could also be awful. 
I feel like just the idea would bring people in. Yeah. I remember they were talking about a 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover. Interesting. <laughs> uh, for a really long time. Yeah. And I feel like if you just put as many franchise names in the title of your movie, you know, you're just guaranteed you to just, have people. Yeah. You just shove those names in that title. Yeah. Just, I don't... Why don't they do that? Like, eh. go crazy. I know that, like, as for toys, there is a an ecto one from ghostbusters that trans it has its own transformer and it's just why doesn't why hasn't that crossover happen i mean i think we li- we grew up in a time where crossovers were like the thing and i don't know if that's that happened necessarily before our generation as much but and it, i mean pro- possibly i don't know but i'm just thinking of uh the spyro crash bandicoot crossover games i'm thinking of all the, uh, you know, Timmy Turner, Jimmy Neutron crossover stuff. I'm thinking of the uh, Disney. Disney did it a bunch. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. Just all these crosses, crossovers of properties that, you know, they owned. And so uh, I, I just feel like that was – it was a hot thing to do for a while. And I'm sure even though – the same company owns the both of the properties yeah there's probably some nuances in each thing that like uh makes it muddy and complicated and how they like put them together and how things are showcased and who gets paid and like mm-hmm. that kind of thing to where people are like it's too much trouble no you know what i mean that reminds me so well first of all i saw the live action lion king or live action you saw the real fucking, animals the fucking remake i loved oh <laughs> god damn it wow they were real <sighs> what did they feel like when you pet them all the animals that you saw in real life what did they <laughs> smell like <laughs> <laughs> um i had a dream and i forgot it i i don't think i mentioned it but it was a little over a week ago and the dream was that i saw the light the lion king and um at the and there was this one vulture character who kept messing with simba and it was a bad guy but wasn't the big bad guy it was just kind of in the background and stuff and in the end of my dream i make it to the end of the movie and i'm waiting for an after credit scene and after credit scene happens and this like vulture like it shows like Simba and everybody, everybody's happy, and then it zooms out, and you see that there's, like, a mountaintop overviewing that scene, and the vulture's looking over, and then it magically transforms into a human, and the human's like, uh, all the pieces are in place, and they're like, I will soon spread the darkness to this world, and then it cuts to, like, a Kingdom Hearts thing, and it teases a Kingdom Hearts crossover movie where Sora goes to all the live-action oh, wow. Disney worlds, and I woke up, and I was very very disappointed and upset disappointed that it was a dream yes oh it would never happen no never (laughs) but could you imagine Uh, the kingdom hearts cinematic universe all the live action recreated disney movies are all being remade for the purpose of telling the story the complicated story the only way that'll ever ever happen is if disney buys square enix I think, I think Disney has slowly been working at 
not because Disney technically owns all the Kingdom Hearts characters. Right. Sure. And that's why the Square Enix side of things have kind of been slowly been removed from three. It could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Those are some. Did you come up with that? I saw it on a poster. There was a sloth hanging from a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Anything can happen. Yep. Nice. So we both saw Spider Man. Spider Man. Home Run. Home Run. Far from Home Run. Far from Home. Far from Home Base. It's, it's far out, man. Spider Man Far Out, and there's a peace sign next to it. Far out, man. Uh. So far outside of home. I guess let's do like a brief spoiler-free thing, just in case you don't want to be spoiled. Okay. Uh, so let's give. I'll go first. I'll give an initial rating. You give an initial rating. Okay. We'll talk very briefly about it, and then we'll move into spoilers. Okay. Any so. special rating system we're gonna give this one? Webs, um, webs out of ten. Yeah, sure. No, ten pictures of Spider-Man out of ten. <laughs> I would give this movie, uh, you and I have already talked at length about it, but I would give this uh, an 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, I'd give this one an 8.5 eight and a half pictures of Spider-Man out of 10. 8.5 pictures. I give him eight, 8 webs. 8 webs. So there's 8 webs on top of 8.5 pictures. One of the pictures you cut in half with scissors. Yeah. So. Well, well, I was thinking of like a picture of Spider-Man, but it's half of Spider-Man. Oh, I thought you meant like you cut it. <laughs> no, it's it's half. Like someone, uh, hit, Spider-Man had been in a horrible accident. I think someone snapped the picture right <laughs> after, <laughs> and it's a picture uh, of half of Spider-Man. I think overall, it's that's a pretty good. I would agree with both of them. I mean, obviously, I said one of them, but I would agree with yours as well. Okay. Uh, I think. It's very good. I've already told you I really liked it. Uh, I thought it was awesome. There were, uh, there's, I've I've since resolved my other small okay. complaints about it. I still do have feelings, but I just like I don't think they're that important. That's too bad. But there is that one line that I still oh. take issue with. That's the one. You went back and they actually he actually said it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. He saw it. He, I don't know if you mentioned it, but Brian saw the movie twice. I did, because I I had some very, very small, like, overall, I loved the movie, but there were small gripes I had with it, and <laughs> I was talking with Andy about this, and I was like, I, I couldn't get, I mean, I obviously got my point across to you. you, you understood, but I just, like, couldn't get to you how, I couldn't communicate to you how irritating it was to me. I was trying so hard to make you feel validated. You you did a good job. But <laughs> you did it was job. also just really, you were getting really worked up about it. Yeah. Well, and I was getting, I was only getting worked up because. And it was like, I understand. It's yeah. one of the few instances to where, and, and I have to, I have to call it out as I see it. But mo- most of your complaints, I'm like, yeah, I'm on board. Mm. But there were one or two that I was like. Yeah, that that's a little too much. Well, I, like that's I, a little too much for me. Like I was saying, I was being very nitpicky because I I had already told you I really liked it. Uh, I get like that too. So it's everything I I mean I liked literally everything else. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was like, these are the only parts that I was like, that's a little cringy. That's a little you know. Yeah. So 
Yeah, no, I think it's it's uh, it's always easier to remember the bad parts and the good parts. Right. And, if, and it ha- it it's very telling on how good the movie is if you walked out complaining about one line like that, or it's like, wow, if that's yeah. your negative takeaway from it, then it must have been a good movie. Yeah, but I think. Uh, as for my kind of vague, spoiler-free synopsis of it, I think a lot of people left the first Spider-Man movie saying, wow, Spider-Man is super close with Iron Man, and I don't like that. I want him to be his own thing. I think this movie does a great job. At, it doesn't separate Spider-Man from Iron Man completely, but yeah, it's definitely a stepping stone to where the next movie, Spider-Man, will be a lot more independent. Um, and kind of Spider-Man is slowly kind of making a name for himself as far as movies go. He's he's more of a headliner now, and I think that was really neat. I think yeah, sporting cast was great. Villain was great. After credit teaser as all is, I mean it is one that hell was, of an after credits teaser to have after Endgame. I have not been because it used to be a thing where you were excited to see at the end of every standalone you know character movie you were excited to see nick fury be like ah i need you for the avengers yeah and, or thanos yeah and then that that slowly like lost its magic because yeah. it just was like all right i expect it there's nothing really cool about you know, this well everyone knows like the phase four plans right on, like, people know what movie's gonna happen next right um but this after credit scene so we can talk about this after we spoil yeah. the movie because i think it's better uh to talk about this after but it was very shocking. I was like, "Wow!" It it was it, that was surprising to me that they went that hard, <laughs> that quick. <laughs> I cannot imagine. It, it it's really weird because I feel like I play right into. I think a bunch of Marvel executives are in a room like, "Oh, these idiots are just gonna eat this up." Yeah, and I did. And every time, <laughs> and I I had my fucking <laughs> fork and knife ready to go. <laughs> Please, um, but after each Marvel movie, I unironically am just like man what's gonna happen next i can't what i can't wait well right now we don't have like a big bad anymore yeah and that's kind of cool we get to kind of go see some individual adventures before the neck before galactus shows up sure so it's kind of nice so yeah you're not i don't know it's a little more mysterious right now than Mm -hmm. but anyway so Moving into the spoiler section. We're going to spoil. Um, th- we left our reviews out for a while, and they're about to get spoiled. Spoiled. So we start, uh, the movie starts, I think, on a little slideshow. You know, the it's funny. Like There's a really a, shitty movie maker. Yeah, it's funny. There's a pixelated picture of Vision. You know, it's like, yeah. okay. Uh go into a newscast they're giving you an exposition dump which i didn't love but it's fine uh it's it, it's comedic um i think it was a good way to just kind of yeah be like hey everyone end game just happened that was crazy this isn't end game this is a right. new thing we're addressing the super fast so we right. can not mention it for the rest of the movie i think i had less issues with because what I, what I was describing to you i think i i I knew there was a comedic tone, but I think it just wasn't hitting for me all the time. And so watching it the second time, I, I felt a little better about it. Like the, the comedy in places I saw it was actually like, 
making me laugh a little bit more the second time. Um, but anyway, you know, they tell you about the, they call it the blip where people went away for five years and then, you know, uh, anyway, whatever. So people come back, the Avengers brought them back eight months ago is what they say. Oh, Uh, it has been eight months. It's been eight months. They, they they're finishing this, this school year that they had to restart because of the blip, okay, which is what everyone calls the Thanos snap. Well, I think there there are two names for it. There's they call it the decimation, which is when everyone and this is in lore we mm-hmm. all call it the snap. But the decimation is when Thanos is snapped and everyone disappeared, and the blip is when everyone popped back up. Okay, that makes sense. I was just thinking like, oh, the blip is both, but yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I, I get when what else you're would saying. I? When else did that information come in handy? This is the only time, yeah. Yeah, so I needed to say that, because otherwise that knowledge (laughs) is just sitting in my brain, not doing anything. So fast forward, they're all going on a school trip. They're going to basically a trip across Europe. Uh, They start out in Rome, I think. Italy? Um, Italy. Italy. They start out in Italy. Uh, Anyway, long story short... There are these elementals that are breaking free out of the earth and are from a different planet, whatever. Another universe. Sure. Uh, they're attacking the planet. Oh, no. Fire, wind, earth, water. Ah. Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> Do uh, you remember? So, you know, they're attacking the earth. This hero, uh, which Spider-Man's classmates dubbed Mysterio, is on the scene. He's fighting them. Uh, you find out that he's working with Nick Fury and then uh, Spider-Man is being, you know, recruited by Nick Fury in this movie, which I guess in my mind, like it already happened. So I was like, oh, all right, I guess it hasn't happened. You know, he's he, he throws the line out there. He of, was kind of informally dragged into the fray yeah, by Iron Man. And this yeah. is his first official like. Now that Iron Man is business. no more. He's he is no more. He is no more. He is no more. Um. Anyway, you know, Mysterio is this great hero. Uh, Iron Man bonds with him. Iron, Iron Man. Or, er, <laughs> fuck, Spider-Man bonds with him. Iron Man is no more, Brian. <laughs> he is no more. Uh, but he does make an appearance in this movie. Uh, Spider-Man bonds with him. Spider-Man uh, <laughs> is having this very internal struggle where he feels as if now he is gonna have to take over for iron man but he's just a teenager and he can't do it and all these people expect a nightmare all these people just expect too much from him and so uh mysterio is is like hey it's hard i think you can do it he's very encouraging almost like a father figure which is kind of what spider-man's missing right now so it's it's very touching in these moments oh until you find out Mysterio has been evil the whole time. What? Gotcha. Such a trick. Uh, his dirty... It was a st- stupid April trick. Stupid April trick. But... It's, it's a bag of tricks. He and his uh, accomplices have all worked for... And this you can talk about this part because you liked it a lot. So, the big reveal that Mysterio is a bad guy. You find out that the elementals are not real and they are illusions created by these drones that create holograms that are seen in Captain America Civil War when Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark is doing the therapy session and he calls the holographic 
he abbreviated it and called it barf um it shows that scene and the camera pans over and you see jake gyllenhaal in the back and he's super mad that he called it barf gyllenhaal gyllenhaal i don't don't know continue don't look at me like that (laughs) oh also brief pause on everything i use the word stupider in the last episode of the podcast and i just want to address this i (laughs) stupider is not a word and it's been bugging me ever since i was listening to it interesting i didn't i was listening to the episode and Mm. i heard myself use the word stupid i was like god damn it Mm. um and i think about that a lot it keeps me up at night so (laughs) well that's my ringtone coincidentally i know it's not a word anyways um but it was just super cool to see that like oh the holographics and civil war it, it was mysterio the whole time and then uh, his like number two person was the guy that jeff bridges was yelling at in iron man one you're like oh that's so cool um it, it just it's so neat to have little payoffs like that especially when it's not expected it's just a little surprise of um it's just like a little treat here you go um and it also saves a little bit of time on all right i kind of know what this guy's deal is i know what he did and i get it you don't have to and you don't have to go through this whole like this is an entirely new character and this is where they were in all these events right right it's like this is where he was that's what happened okay i can move on uh so that was really cool marvel's really good at doing that they did that a lot in endgame too uh and i was just like ugh bringing people back please well you find out he's evil spider-man takes down the drones spider-man uh ends up getting more in tune with himself this whole movie he's kind of had another struggle uh where he hasn't been able to use his spidey sense which everyone calls the peter tingle uh and he kind of gets it back at the end he's able to see through the illusions or at least sense through them it's interesting how both Spider-Man 2s involve Peter having problems with his spider sense. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it is kind of a, a comic book. It's hard because you give him this almost omniscient power. Uh-huh. So sometimes you have to take it away for him to have be, a challenge. Right. Because otherwise, otherwise he could have just been doing that the whole time. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That uh, makes sense. So anyway, he takes down uh, Mysterio who is out of his you know he's just in this like motion capture suit uh turns out uh mysterio shot a gun at him because he wasn't where he he wasn't dead on the ground like spider-man thought okay wait, wait, wait. let's do a brief pause okay or not pause but i'm pausing you because okay. before this he fights mysterio um and mysterio does this like doctor strange-esque illusion thing while he's fighting spider-man yeah. and i just wanted to say that because that was even cooler than the whole doctor strange thing and that was that was that was really neat anyways continue all right so <laughs> all right cool yeah you missed that's the uh, best part of the movie uh well, yeah but it's more visual it's like it, it is nice it's, but it's something you want to see so definitely go watch the movie but yeah uh i'm not gonna describe he's in a hallway and it's dark and then anyway well hey uh, this is for people who have you've seen the movie and there are spoilers <laughs> well then they know about it already <laughs> get the fuck uh, out of here <laughs> um don't criticize you, me uh anyway you know he ends up beating mysterio he gets in tune with himself he finds i guess self-confidence he gets with mj it's all very happy yeah until the end credits 
Yeah. Would you like to describe? Yeah. That? Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> well, there's 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 three main bullet points here. The first one is while he's swinging, there's a big billboard behind him, and it says one, two, three. You won't believe what happens next. So either it's teasing the Fantastic Four, which what if the Baxter Building or like they build the fan the Stark Tower is the new headquarters or the construction that they were doing is the new Fantastic Four. Anyways, so. Or it's probably a tease for phase, Marvel Phase 4, um, but who knows. So that's the first takeaway. Second takeaway is J. Jonah Jameson shows up, and he's played by another, none other than the definitive Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons. He's back, uh, and they kind of did what they did with uh, the Spider-Man video game, where the Daily Bugle is, a, uh, is an online uh, podcast. Yeah, um, I mean, it can't blog. be a... Yeah, you know, newspapers are yeah. dead. Um, <laughs> but print anyway, yeah. Yeah, print is dead. Uh, but he's like an Alex Jones screaming, screaming to a mic, and uh, then you find out that Mysterio had used a series of clips that he filmed of Spider-Man during their encounter, and framed it in a way that made Spider-Man look like the bad guy. And you're like, oh wow, people hate Spider-Man. I guess that's it. And then he just straight up is like. Oh, hey everyone! Spider-Man's Peter Parker, and shows a picture of Peter Parker's face to everybody. Yeah, and then that's it. That's that's the end. So that's the end. Wowie pizzawie. And then another in credit scene. Oh no! Nick Fury the whole time has been one of the uh, guys oh, yeah. from Captain Marvel. The scrolls. Yeah, a scroll. and he was shape shifted and and real Nick, Nick Fury's Fury. in front of a hologram beach, looking for his shoes. And he's like in a space. Yeah. He's in outer space with a bunch of scrolls. That he's yeah. set up. It's. I think it's a tease for sword, mm. which is like it's like there's shield and then there's sword and swords like a. I think it's a. They defend, like the solar system or something. Mm. It's like a space version of shield. I just to me it was I, one of my things, uh, watching it a second time that I did have a. It's not a problem with the movie, I just increasingly like nick fury less and less i think that's the problem of and he doesn't have a big role in the movies other than like he's what initially tied everyone together in the beginning right and that's why it was so cool to see him because it's it like, just right and at this point i he it, it's almost like he's feigning being this like badass and i i get it's not lost on me that the entire movie it's when someone else shape-shifted acting as him uh-huh. so that makes it a little more tolerable like okay this is someone like kind of putting on the persona of him so it's like yeah. you know a little more over the top but it i just i'm tired of the character i'm tired of i honestly think he needs his own movie that would be he fine needs, he but needs i just a reason to be relevant i now yeah he's not really shield isn't a thing anymore he isn't an agent of shield yeah um he's not fighting for shield in any of the movies he's usually just running around independently helping solve problems like yeah in the beginning like what team was he working with he wasn't with shield um i I just just, it's it's he needs to be relevant like but i understand what you're saying like his his character's kind of just one note well and in in this movie specifically um he is harsh on spider-man a lot he's like super harsh because 
he's trying to get Spider-Man to be, uh, he's trying to get him to, I guess, through some tough love, realize that he's like, he is strong and he is, you know, he, he's a superhero. And so, uh, he's trying to nail that, get that through to him. And it just, it comes off as like an abusive father almost. Like, it's just kind of like hard to listen to sometimes. I think they could have phrased it better too, because I was kind of thinking, why can't Nick Fury handle it if he's so experienced? But yeah, I think where he's coming from is, hey, you're one of the few people here with superpowers. I get it. I need yeah. you to do this. I 100% understand. And he should have. Maybe I need to see it again. But, you know, because maybe he did say that. But that's what he should have said if he didn't. Like, yo, you have superpowers. So you are more equipped to handle this situation than I, a normal man. Who can see in one dimension. Well, it, it, or two it, dimensions. Oops. So Spider-Man asks earlier in the movie, like, hey, don't you have, like, other people who could help? Because yeah. there's a lot of people that have been around fighting. And the excuses that he gives isn't really, like... I get it's more of a comedic thing. Like, I think he asks for Thor first. They and have to cover their world. bases, too. Yeah, and, and I think at the end he's like, what about Captain Marvel? And he's like, don't invoke her name. And it's like, it's it's annoying to me just because i think i don't like nick fury and so i'm like just tell him just give him like a real answer why they're not able to be there it's shitty of you to like gaslight him and treat him like an asshole and then he's asking you legitimate questions like hey can't another hero do this like can i be a kid and he's just being a dick about i don't know i didn't like it i think our time talking about spider-man is kind of coming to a close so I'm going to go ahead and go into uh, the weather in Beaufort, South Carolina. It's uh, 89 degrees Fahrenheit right now. Precipitation's at zero, humidity 60%, wind 14 miles an hour. Although the icon is a rain cloud, so there might be some uh, some clouds over there. It's not going to be... Um, it's, it, it's, it's warm. I'm not going to lie, Brian. It's warm over there on on monday july 22nd 2019 gotcha beaufort south carolina (laughs) so you know take that information with what you will take some sunglasses with you you know throw on some sunscreen if you're like me um you know be careful out there E7? E7 is a miss. God damn. Okay. I'm going to go with B9. Miss. Wow, you have a hit and then you have a miss. A hit and a miss. I'm surprised that you didn't uh, continue on that yeah. same path. No. 